Hello everybody, it's me, Eduardo, in your new favorite show, Eduardo Rambles. Uh, this is the episode number three of my not very often released podcast. Uh, sorry about that, I've been busy with other shit, like writing, which is a good thing. So don't give me shit, I'm writing, that's good, that's a good thing. Anyways, um... I was thinking about what I could uh, touch upon on uh, my following episode, and I actually, even though I, I think I think I will continue talking about uh, my book that you should definitely buy, like right now on Amazon. It's called The Decadence Chronicle. You should go for it. Uh, more there is more information in the description of this video, of course. Uh, so one of I, I touch many different uh, topics on this book, uh, but one of the most uh, transcendental and fundamental topics I touch upon my book, which is something I I, I have struggled uh, all my adult life, it's uh, the uh, the impossibility for me to have a partner. Um, so, so without further ado, actually, my, the, this episode is called 37 and Single, which uh, refers to the fact that, well, as the title says, I recently turned 37, uh, so I am more than officially in my late 30s, and I have no partner to be seen, which uh, like, let's be honest, like, uh, as a man, you don't have as much social pressure to, to have a partner. Uh, you can take more time to, to settle down. Uh, it's, it's, it's stupid, but I mean, it really, I think it responds to more of a, like, a, more than a social construct. It responds a lot to also, like, a physiological, biological issue, which means, which is that a man we are unfairly fertile until an old age, in some cases. Whereas uh, women are not, uh, after hitting, I think, 40, 40, 45, uh, the, the, uh, or even earlier, probability of uh, having problems to conceive a child or to have a healthy child increase over time. It's a shame. Uh, of course, we, with the years and science, have made it uh, uh, more possible, more feasible to actually uh, have healthy kids in an older age. Uh, unfortunately, it still is not the case uh, for everyone. Um, and yeah, and, and, and really society pushes you to this idea of stability. I think, I think a lot of uh, people consider uh, being single at this point in life uh, like, like, I'm not like, like absolutely single as I am right now. Like, not like this newfound singleness that you will find, for example, uh, there, there are men at my age, there are men and women at my age that are divorced, for example, uh, or they have had a very long-term relationship or co come from a serious relationship that didn't work. And suddenly they find themselves at this age or maybe even and like further in life uh, without a partner, which a society doesn't frown upon as much as they would frown upon my situation right now, uh, which is I I am 
I am absolutely single. I have no partner, no partner to be seen. Um, I, but every, every other area of my life is kind of covered. I mean, yeah, my ankle is fucked up, but that's a completely different thing. I have an injury. I'm recovering from the injury, which also makes my life really, really tough. But I don't want to talk about it right now. I think I will tackle that issue later on, like in, in some other episode. But the thing is, other than that, like my life has, uh, it's technically going quite well. I have a very good job. I have a good career. I'm, I'm, I'm making a very hefty amount of money every month. Um, I have traveled. I, I, um, I speak two languages fluently. Uh, I am technically educated, I guess. I, I work in IT, which is a really good field. Therefore, um, the possibilities of me relocating to a different country uh, and, and, and getting a very well-paid job and somewhere else, it's, it, it, is, it is a possibility, it's a very realistic possibility. Um, I have no kids, uh, I have no responsibilities, I, I'm not attached to anything, which maybe maybe that's actually not very mature. But anyways, but other than that, like I'm, I'm well, I have no debt, I have, uh, besides my fucking fucked up ankle, I have no... Uh, no diseases or anything. I'm, I'm okay physically besides, as I said, my uncle. Uh, so all of those things kind of like all, I think, I think I, I tick a lot of boxes for what people would be looking on a partner. Uh, after my last relationship as well, I feel like I, I, I have learned a lot. I have learned a lot every, you know, every every person that comes and goes in your life uh, leaves something, right? Uh, and uh, after all my failed relationships over the years, I think I have learned a lot, and I think I have matured a lot. Like every every situation I I I, I come across now, I, I feel like I, I I manage it in a much better way than I did maybe even a year ago or maybe six months ago. I think I think I have grown a lot, uh, and that's great, and that's great. But then. Why is this area of my life not covered? Um, it's, that's a very interesting question. Um, uh, some months ago, like uh, last year, I, I made my mom. Actually, she, she managed to save money and she did a, a tour in Europe. So I made some arrangements uh, with my ex and we traveled to Spain to meet her as she was doing, like finishing her trip. Uh, we, and I managed to spend a whole week with her, which was, uh, I wouldn't say it was ideal. I have a love-hate relationship with my mom, but that's also for another story. Uh, but at some point, we, we went to a bar, just the two of us. We sat outside, it was really nice and, and warm, so it was a right, like warm evening. We sat in a bar and we drank some sangria. And as we were there, uh, we, she asked me about like, okay, so how are things going with your girlfriend at the time? My mom really liked her actually. Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm like, well, you know, and she immediately knew what I was talking about. Like already then I knew things weren't going well. I already then I knew we, we weren't meant to be. Um, and, the, and the thing is that I don't think my mom was annoyed about that specifically, about that relationship in particular. Not because she didn't like my ex, 
but mostly because of it, it was like a yet another like uh, like another slap to the face for her because uh, my mom really wants me and all my siblings to settle down but she told me and this time she was very she, she was very um, strongly opinionated about this she said you know I'm I'm old I'm getting and I'm getting older every year I'm getting older and I'm so sad to see how you and all your siblings are nowhere near finding the love of your lives, which yeah, it sounds cheesy, but I think what she refers to rather than the this romantic construction or idea of the soulmate, I think she refers mostly to the fact that her marriage didn't work. Uh, my mom and my dad's relationship was shit. It was always shit. It was never meant to be, but she fought for it so much. She gave her everything for it to work. It didn't in the end. Uh, but I think she kind of like she wants to us to be happy, me and my siblings to be happy, and I and I think she and I think she knows or she understands or she sees that having a long term relationship, like a like a serious, caring relationship, is is very important for somebody's well being, which I would agree with her. I I, I absolutely see it. Um, now that I have seen, I have been in serious relationships, I can definitely tell that when a relationship works out, when a relationship is going well, it really adds to your well-being. You're happier. You feel content. Um, facing the challenges of life is much easier when you have a partner with you, next to you. Uh, so, so I see what she meant, but when, when, the way in which she said it, this tiredness, you know, this disappointment in which my mom confronted this and told me, like, very honestly, she said, I'm beginning to believe that I will die and none of you will ever have somebody. And I will never see any of you uh, having kids, uh, having a family, being happy. The fact that I am miserable doesn't have that much to do with the lack of partner. It, it goes way deeper than that. But I, I see the point. Uh, I see my mom's, but uh, what, my, what my mom was struggling with, and she's been struggling with the, with the, with all these years, as she's seeing us, me and uh, my brother and my two sisters. None of us, none of us, uh, have had like healthy relationships. None of us have been able to fulfill that. Uh, and that my mom had made it, sometimes I feel like she has made it into her agenda, into her purpose to actually help us finding that. Of course, she's not like swiping on Tinder with us or she's not like, uh, or chaperone in, in first dates or shit like that. But I think she, she really wants, she wants us to be happy. Um, uh, the fact that she has contributed to part of my misery uh, doesn't help, but uh, but I, I know she has good intentions. And, and yeah, of course, I, I find myself now, like I'm, I'm on my living room, it's a Friday evening, and uh, yeah, I'm like, I my, my fucking ankle is hurting, so I'm probably not going to do anything. 
I haven't been to the office in two weeks because I have been too much in pain to actually get myself out of the house. Uh, and uh, but and I'm alone, and I feel lonely. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, when that happens, of course, I think about how did I get to this point? How did I get to this juncture in which I I got myself into this, right? Um, there are many factors, of course. Um, I think I think it really you, you can't just force a relationship. You can't just force to love somebody or uh, force somebody to love you, right? And you can't force somebody to be the person who you want them to be. Uh, therefore, finding the right person is really, really fucking tough. Um, I, I like I spent so so much time with my first girlfriend, like uh, so that very fundamental time of my life. As I said in the last episode, actually, uh, in my twenties, I should have I should have done what most people do, right? Like go out there, put yourself out there, be with as many people as you want or can. More more mostly like you want, right? Like you see fit. Uh, and experience, right? Experience different people, experience different experiences. <laughs> it sounds redundant. Um, I didn't do that. I've been doing that on my 30s after I broke up with this very long relationship. And and I feel like this being kind of like a late bloomer when it comes to relationship haven't contributed to me being at, uh, at a decent age, quote unquote. Uh, in a... In, in a in a relationship. Um, so yeah, I have made many mistakes. Uh, I, I have uh, not, and, and, I, and I haven't chosen the, the right partners, unfortunately. Not that they were bad people in any way, right? I'm not blaming them for being not uh, appropriate for me. And when I say appropriate, it sounds a bit like I'm, I'm, very, I'm just being very demanding. I, I think it has a lot to do with is having the same values, having the, the same expectations from life, uh, wanting the same things, right? Not exactly the same things, of course. I, I, I do believe that uh, we need to find partners which are not exactly the same as us because then we don't grow, right? Uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's very enriching the experience of being with somebody who thinks differently, right? And to grow to understand that person and to grow to learn from their experiences and from their values and maybe they can change your mind or maybe you will change your mind, right? I think that that's the magic of human interactions, right? It changes us and we change others. But, but sometimes there's a lot of changes to be done to, to, for that person to be the right person for you or there are many changes that you would have to undergo to be that person's right and be the right, right? Uh, so, yeah. So that's one thing. And the other thing definitely is that nowadays, I mean, this whole fucking dating scene, right? Uh, with, uh, now that we have Tinder, now that we have social media, uh, we, we are uh, like more aware than every, in, in any time in history. We are so aware of our options, right? That, or the seemingly endless amount of options that we have for everything not only 
for partners, but for phones, for any uh, laptops, uh, travel, like uh, cities, and, uh, and, and, and that applies to everything, right? And then one of, them, one of the issues that we have now as a society and the zeitgeist of, uh, of this time is just fucking the endless possibilities, right? Or the idea of endless possibilities, because it's just a concept. It's not real. We don't have endless possibilities. And if we do think that every single fucking girl on Tinder is going to be the right one or could be the right one, it's a delusion. It's stupid to think that. It's stupid to think that we will always meet somebody better, smarter, prettier, uh, more interesting, like more exciting, right? If we end up like that, we might end up, if we end up like following that thought, we will never like amount to anything right we'll never do anything because we will always do shit halfway or uh, and, and, and not, not really accomplish anything with that uh, but coming back to being 37 and single like all my fucking friends are getting married are getting married are having kids uh, all my best friends like guys I know for more than 20 years like my best friends from high school uh, a few months ago, I went to the most unlikely guy to get married. He got married. I went to his fucking wedding. I was the best man. Uh, and, uh, and now in a few months, I, I, I'm going to the religious wedding. We're gonna, he's going to get married by the church because his uh, girlfriend is, uh, well, wife now, is, uh, his, her family is very religious. So he's going to, now that he, he did the civil union, now he's going to get the proper like religious Catholic wedding. But... It's crazy, like, just a few years ago, the guy was, like, fucking everything that moved, and now he's getting married, he's settling down, even him. Uh, and, 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 you know, like, I, I won't like, I, I really look up for him, because I always thought he was living the life I would have liked to live. When I was, I felt trapped in this never-ending relationship in my 20s, I always thought I wanted to live his life. When, whenever he came to to meet me and my ex uh, when we had like double days and shit, he would come with a different girl. He would always show up with a different girl. He was always like telling us about this girl he hooked up with or this other girl he was meeting and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I envied him so much. And, uh, and now uh, that I have found myself in my thirties doing that, it's, uh, it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> it, it is, it is, it is shit. You know, because, yeah, it is fun for a, for a while. It is fun. But I have done it to a degree of it not being healthy. Not, not only, f not physically, thank God, I, uh, I never got an STD or anything. Uh, but I mean, like, it, it is unhealthy from an emotional and psychological point of view. Uh, putting yourself out there, just going with the flow and, and, and basically just getting late with whomever sometimes or with even if it's just good people like even if it's just interesting people like it, it dehumanizes you and you dehumanize them by like I, I don't see any other way in which you can just fuck around like as I did uh, without dehumanizing yourself without losing yourself in the process and without damaging other people uh, it is horrible I talk about that in my book uh, one of the reasons why I, I think that my book is important for men to read. Not, not as much women. I don't think women would get much as much of it as I think men would get. 
I'm uh, I'm very disappointed on myself for what I did. I'm very disappointed of like the way in which I conducted my life. Uh, I I was living up to an ideal. I thought like I was living up to a fantasy, like this fucking sexist, idiotic fantasy of the Latin lover, right? And it didn't do any. It didn't do much for me. Like it it, it was great for writing. It was a lot. Like, it was a really good creative fuel. But other than that, I, I was a fucking dick, man. I was horrible. I was horrible, and I regret profoundly the way in which I I conducted myself in that time. Uh, luckily, I've learned, but it's a little too late for yeah the people I heard. But that's a, that's a, that's a different thing. That's a different story. I I can I can like taking a deviation here. I'm I'm going on some branches that I shouldn't have branched out to, uh, but. The thing now, like I, have, I find myself at 37 and single, and it shouldn't matter, right? It shouldn't matter. Like, why do we label ourselves? Why, why, why do we have to live to some sort of standard? Why do we have to live to what society dictates that we should do, right? But, but it, in reality, I, I must say that I. I have now that I have experienced uh, all these relationships, all these uh, very nice parts of relationships. I I have come to realize that it's very fucking fulfilling, and 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 I don't know. Look, like I'm like looking like oh out my window now. It's dark out, and most of the windows from the building across the street are off. You know. Probably, where are those people? Like, they're probably out in town, having fun. They are probably meeting friends, meeting their girlfriends, their boyfriends. And I'm here on my own, talking to a fucking phone, you know? You know, like, it's not about being alone. It's not about being lonely. It's not about the fear of dying alone. (laughs) But it's about... Having an, having had enough of this, you know. Like I, I, I did my chores. I did my, I did my time. I did the fuck around. I did the writing about it. I did, I had the fun. But like as I see that my, the people I admire, the people I love, be happy, you know. And it's not, and, and, I'm, and I know it's a happiness that comes at a price, of course. I know that being in a relationship is hard work, and it should be, right? It's another person, another person that doesn't read your mind, that doesn't follow your every move, and doesn't know exactly what you're thinking at all times. A person that's going to fuck up, and a person you're going to fuck up with, and that you're going to hurt, and, that, uh, uh, and that's un- un- inevitable, right? So a relationship is hard work. You have to make a lot of compromises. You have to make a lot of commitment. And regardless of what like these fancy therapists and uh, and uh, relationship advisors will tell you, you have to change. It, it, that's impossible to to be with somebody without changing, even in the slightest, because you have to adapt to somebody else's needs and desires, right? Just like this, that person also have to adjust to you. And if you happen to have kids at some point, you also will have to adapt to that, right? So I know I know our relationship is hard work, 
So I know that this happiness or this seeming or this happiness that I seemingly see on on my friends and, and people around me might not by if it comes at a price, absolutely. I, I am not stupid. I know this Instagram is fake, I know Facebook is fake, I know that all those smiles and all of that people looking nice and having these nice dinners and, and nice trips and shit. They also fight. They also go weeks without having sex. They also go weeks without talking because they're angry. But they fucking figured it out, right? They managed to make it work. And I admire that because I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to find a feeding partner and I haven't been able to to, to work it out, you know? And at, and at times I... It's not I'm, I'm I, it's not I have lost hope. I I I think definitely there 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 could be people out there for me. People that would and people that would appreciate me and love me for who I am or for who I can be and and respect me and all that. People that we will think alike and that we will feel alike and I, I don't know, I don't know, just somebody that will be right for me. I, I know that that person or those people could potentially be out there. I haven't lost hope. But after every failure, you know, a little part of you dies with it, right? A little part of you dies and you become more cynical and you become more protective. And the older you get, the more complicated you get because you are, you have spent most of your life only with yourself, right? And the more time you spend on your own, the more complicated it gets to change and to adapt. To somebody else's so yeah so 37 single huh uh, again I haven't lost hope uh, and it's, it's good you know it's, it's really nice to to talk I, like actually I exceed myself I'm going I'm going I have talked a lot right now it's 26 minutes I'm counting uh, again it's been a pleasure venting out uh, uh, this probably it's only for me to hear, apparently, like, I, I'm not expecting anyone to listen to this, especially not even this far. Uh, but it's, it's really cool. It's really cool to think out loud once in a while, right? Uh, I, think, I think everyone should vent out. <laughs> it, it, it's really healing, I would say. So this has been another episode of uh, Eduardo Rambles. Uh, it's been me, Eduardo Hernandez, your host and protagonist. Uh, definitely uh, go to the link in the description. And if you like what you hear, you definitely will like what you read. So go down to Amazon and buy my book, The Decadence Chronicle. I absolutely recommend it. I think, I know, I wrote it myself. So it's a bit full of myself saying, it's a great book. But it is a great fucking book. So you should buy it. So until next time, I uh, hope you have a nice time and see you later.